Brisbane wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. You won't know who they are or just how many there are. They will become your friends, and all the while, they will be plotting your demise. Happy hunting. Let the games begin. The Traders, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, 7.30, 10 and 10 play. They rest the rest of the week. They don't want to trade all week. Uh, Too Roger, much lying. <laughs> Roger Corsa <laughs> is the host of the show. Good morning, mate. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> this is such a fascinating show, and I love it when you see people lie because I always feel like I'm a good liar, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be caught out, which is what everyone will always say. Are you, are you just surprised by how good some people can lie? Oh, some are experts. They're very, very good. Uh, I'd be hopeless myself. I, I, you know, I get the sweats. And, uh, but I, you're an actor. I, you're a professional actor. <laughs> I, think, I think when you pretend to be a different person, it's, it's, it's a bit, little bit different. When you sort of mould the lie into your, your own real life backstory, I, I, you, know, I, you know, I panic. So I ask my wife. I'm no good at lying. Uh, but there's some people here who are real experts, um, and that's why they're on the show, I suppose. You gotta love when they're actually swearing on the lives of their family members. I mean, that's that's a oh. that's a big swing. Yeah, yeah. So some I I did uh, I just did raise an eyebrow that they were playing pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but um, look, uh, and you know what? As we go further into the show, deeper into the show, it only the pressure only sort of turns up because look, they they didn't leave the hotel, especially the players that go really deep. You know, they were there for a month, wow. and in, in between the, the scenes that we shoot. They're, they're kind of away in their own little hotel room and they don't see anyone. Mm. So they're isolated and the, the pressure starts to mount and there's a few cracks start to appear a bit later on. To be fair there, Roger, uh, COVID probably prepared them for that. Yeah, true. There was a few <laughs> Melbournians there that uh, were like, this is, this is, life. <laughs> <It> is easy. <laughs> uh, Roger, I, I, this is not to do with the show, but it's something that I love because I always love to find out when people have been in bands before. I love this too. Um, and you in the in the... For one year in the nineties, were in a in a four piece called Sideshow Side Bob. Bob. Yes, uh, you don't remember that band? Well, no, Bob, we do. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were we were massive, and in, in, yes, uh, we were. Yes, that was a nineties uh, uh, grunge cover band. So you know, yeah. cut off shorts, flannelette shirts, and wow. and uh, Doc Martin boots. That can, kind I, of thing. can I ask what songs you covered? Oh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Stone Temple Pilots, Pearl Jam, that, that, that kind of stuff. You know. So <laughs> were you the lead singer? <laughs> yeah, so I just, all you had to do was grow your hair quite long. Yeah. And then... Um, you were Bob. Then, yeah, I was Bob, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how good. How did you come up? I always, it's, how did you pick the name? Well, you know, it was the 90s and, you know, someone probably... Passed the bong to someone else and said, "That's a good idea." So, <laughs> you are bad at lying. <laughs> you know, that's probably what happened back wow. then. Not me, of course. The other Not, band. No, the other band members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't you be a doctor your if you're on the bong. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, no, I'll pass, guys. I'll pass. <laughs> it is. It's, it seems to be such a guy thing to do as well. Like always have a band. I feel like it would be a great moment to go back to your high school band because you had one as well, didn't you, Maddie? Yeah, we were called. What was your name? Serotonin. Uh-huh. And <laughs> um, Stab, what was yours? I didn't have one. Didn't right. you? Yeah, no, oh. I didn't have one. Because we had so many Sorry. at school. Yeah. And I always think the boys coming out with it. And we went to a Catholic school and they decided to sell themselves crutch rash. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, the principal wouldn't introduce him as their full name. 
So, <laughs> what did she just say, crotch? <laughs> she said rash. But, like, that's no better. See, I think we're too honest to go on the show, Roger. That's our problem. <laughs> or are we? Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. the thing? Well, I don't know. A bit of oversharing is good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mate, how, how, what do you prefer? Because this is you're in a hosting role here, but yeah. um, you know we've seen you on heaps of great shows. Um, is act, acting would be your favourite to do rather than host television? Yeah, uh, you know I just say yes to work. Mm. Uh, Good point. <laughs> as an actor, as an actor. this was look, I, I had been offered some other sort of hosting roles before, and the reason we sort of we said yes to this, it was re- we found it really interesting, is because it does kind of cross over. It has all those kind of knives out, Cluedo, mm-hmm. you know, sort of you know, tones to it, um, themes to it. So, so it was kind of the perfect, you know, role for, for an, an actor sort of to jump across and, you know, we have a you know, good old time doing it. And of course the, the wardrobe budget is about, you know, 10 times bigger than I've ever had before in my life. So <laughs> I was sold. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, uh, buddy, we're loving it. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 7.30 on 10, catch up on 10 play. The Traders, Roger Corsa, uh, a pleasure, mate. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Uh, and, and if you want to get the band back together, we'll happily do yep. a, a rooftop performance with you here at B105. I'm in. <laughs> I'll bring the orange juice bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. A shout-out to Karen who listens to the show. She sent me this article and she's like, I think you would like it. Mm. And she was not wrong. Because you know how we always will talk about uh, uh, the housewives from the 1950s and I always say that that's what I'm going to go back to but then you read some of it and you're like, (laughs) it's a little bit funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this is going even back further. This is a Victorian uh, magazine. We're asking uh, spinsters Mm. why they were single. And this is back many, many years ago in 1889. Right. Because you don't really get spinster anymore, do you? You just get happily single. Yeah, you don't really see, because it's, it's not really, it doesn't sound like a nice word, does it? Like, for instance, no. they didn't call, it wasn't, it should be the bachelor and then the spinster. But they yeah. called it the bachelorette, because spinster always just sounds like an old woman on a rocking chair, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how old do you have to be to be classified as a spinster? Well, like, it's just it... an unmarried woman. Right, yeah, regardless okay. of your age, I guess. Mm, but okay. it doesn't feel like in the Victoria era that it was that much of a bad thing. Like it was just, it was, I, a lot of them had said that, you know, it was through choice. So what they were actually doing back in this year, which is 1889, Good is year. they were doing a little bit of a competition. <laughs> what are your Did you like yeah. it? Stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good weather that year. They <laughs> <laughs> were doing a bit of a competition of uh, what was the best answer for why you were single. Right, yeah. And they were giving uh, the winner, uh, they were going to give them five shillings, which is equivalent of $26 today. It ends up that they printed all of them. They said they could not pick a winner and then gave all of them the money because they said they were all so good. (laughs) So you've got to remember this is in 1889 Uh and these are some of the reasons that the ladies gave for being single. And I just think, you know, if anyone's single out there, you can go, geez. It's not just me. Hmm. It's been a generation of people that have been happier. (laughs) Because one of them says, because being single pays better. She said, I have other professions open to me in which the hours are shorter, the the work is more agreeable and pay possibly better. (laughs) Because it was a job to become a wife. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And once you were married, you couldn't work, right? No, you could still work. But that's what another person has said, because being a wife is too much work. I'm now only a dairy maid, but if I married, I would have to be a wife, mother, nurse, housekeeper, chambermaid, seamstress, laundress, 
Dairy Maid and Scrub. Mm. And I was like, geez, that's true, isn't it? Mm. I know, we're not wives, we're not sure. (laughs) 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 One of the the ladies has written, because you don't need another pet in the house. Out zing, Karen. (laughs) That's an 1880s insult burn there, isn't it? That's what I'm saying, though. It's like a lot of cheek, isn't it? Mm -hmm. She said that she gets, um, she she likes the affection that she gets from a cat and dog better. I like this. This is probably my favourite one. Uh, the mm. one that says, because marriage is the death of freedom. Like the wild Mustang of the prairie that roams unfettered, tossing its head in utter disdain at the approach of the lasso, which, once round its neck, proclaims him as captive. So I find it more delightful to tread on the verge of freedom and captivity than to allow the snarer to cast around me the matrimonial lasso. She sounds like a lot of work. She also got five shillings. <laughs> yeah. You're single because you can't tell a quick story. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1880. I've got consumption. Uh, Speed it up, uh, please. Where's chick? <laughs> because men are like bad desserts. They're like three-cornered tarts. They are very pleasing to the eye, but on closer inspection, prove hollow and stale. Oh, yeah. The old three-cornered tarts. <laughs> How many answers are there for you to possibly go through? Well, there's a lot. There's Everyone's heaps. so different. But they said, because forever is a really long time, so I didn't want to get married. Uh, someone, people have said, because they've never found anyone attractive enough. Mm-hmm. So that's why they never have. Yeah, there are a lot of fuglies um, in 1980. Said, yeah, because the good ones are taken. Uh-huh. Um, and others um, were saying because he, she didn't go abroad with her man. Oh. She said, John, who I loved, was replaced in his office by a girl who is now doing the same amount of work he did for half the salary he received. He could not earn enough money to keep me at home. So he went abroad and therefore I am a sprinter. Spinster. Mm-hmm. How's that? Why don't we, we should do the 2022 version if we post on our yes. Facebook page mm-hmm. and ask. Why are you single? Yeah, women of Brisbane. But uh, but we want your answers in, in the, the same. In the 1880 brogue, yes. Yeah, yes. like go down there, you know, don't just say, oh, because there's no good men out there. Like, let, let's get a full, what we could print if we were doing a competition. Mm. For there aren't now men who uh, like the same shows that I want to binge. <laughs> <laughs> Henceforth, I am a spinster with Netflix. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I finally moved out. Packing up and moving. Move out. What did your parents do once you left home? I'm not talking about being all emotional and all crying. I meant like I the, joys, <laughs> the joys that they had. Because growing up, I loved animals and used to always want so many uh, pets. And we did. We were very lucky to have pets, but they were always outside animals. So you could never have them inside. Well, one was a duck. Yep, yep. And Dorothy Prudence was her name and she couldn't come inside because she used to poo everywhere, mm. rightly so. But we also had a dog, which was outside, yeah. and two cats, which were outside. And it was just at birds outside because that's where they belonged. My mum wasn't really sort of, I guess, into them. Mm. And staying with them last night in Adelaide, I was like, what has happened? Because my mum is absolutely in love with this massive dog that's now living at her house who sleeps on the couch and the cat that sleeps on the bed. (laughs) And you know, you just go, this is like the the whole, I grew up just going, this was one not not allowed. And now she's, it's like a new person. It's like she actually, and she'll openly admit that dog is her life now. So she got up early in the morning. I thought she wanted to see me off, but it wasn't. It's that the dog needed to go outside. Like that's her baby. (laughs) (laughs) And she's treating it better than she ever treated you. Well, I, 
I was like, why are you so noisy? She's like, oh, hello, sweetheart. I'm like, I'm just here. I'm just brushing my teeth. She goes, oh, what's all right? I'm talking to Luna. That's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did your parents change when you moved and you're just like, what's happened? Yeah, well, and went with all of our houses that we grew up in, there were, were a few, none of them had a pool. And then as soon as me and my sister moved out, my mum moved into a house with a pool. <laughs> <laughs> We were Coincidence, like, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we're like, all those years, all those years, teenagers would love a pool. Who wouldn't love a pool? Then no. Did she let you come over and swim in it? Was once once or twice. Yeah. yeah. But the, and the, the, the charges were pretty, you know, standard. Did <laughs> <laughs> you buy a killer python at the canteen as well? Yeah. I had to wait 45 minutes before I went in the water. <laughs> They're not as big as what they used to be. They're no, not killer anymore. They are Can not I just point that out? They've really shrunk. No, they are but not. Ash, our producer, was saying that she was like, it's funny you say about moving out and your parents change because her mum, she said, growing up, never used to drink. Mm hmm. Yeah, and now she's like a mad party animal and loves getting on the cocktails. And I was like, this would have been fun when I was like a teenager at home, like partying with you. But now she just does it by herself at home. I don't know why. Well, why don't we have got a pool party now? at my mum's house and your mum can get on it? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you were killing her vibe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when you were there, you were cramping her style. She's like, finally. The Absolutely not. I don't know. Old person party. Maybe she thought she had to be responsible with her kids around the house. And then you're out. So she's like, woohoo. Just waited all that time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I always find it strange with people like you, Maddie. I thought you would keep your son's room for a little bit longer. And oh. you moved it like, what, the week? Oh, he moved like out? three days after. We got, we got the stink out. <laughs> new you, bed. You got the new stink sh- out in three days. Well done. Yeah, we got professionals in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Exorcism. Yeah, so his, his bedroom... Is lovely now. It's got all new sheets and everything on it. Mm. Um, is it still like a spare room? Or would he be able to come back and stay there? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, could right. stay in it. Because yours is still the same, yeah, Abs? Your old ha- room? Uh, no, they have... Well, is that the dog's no. room now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's the... They call it the girl's room now. And I was like, why is it called the girl's room? And I said, it's because I can stay in it. She goes, no, 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 talking about grandkids. So they're all, yeah, um, okay. they're all called after... The grandchildren. Mm. So, yeah, no, we, I've really taken a step back. I used to be their golden child. Now. You're their bronze? <laughs> Even on the podium? <laughs> you on the podium at all? Well, 13, 10, 60, uh, it, you know, you think, you, you know you don't want to go back, but it's still hurtful. Mm. Um, what did your parents do once you left home? Whether they converted your room into something, whether they... You know, what you always dreamed of as a kid, they were like, now they're out, we're going to renovate the house. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to do that at our place. Our floors desperately need sanding. Mm. And I'm like, not while these suckers are in the house. No, they'll just ruin it. And it's, yeah. no, no, exactly. it's too good for them. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Kayla in Bundamba, what did your parents do after you moved out? So once I had my grand, uh, their granddaughter, mm-hmm. um, my daughter, they um, decided to change all the rules. So she could sleep in their bed, kick my dad out of their bed as well, and make the house messy, could do whatever she wanted. But when I was little, I had to be clean, presented nicely, Mm -hmm. and couldn't sleep in their bed ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you do, you feel like going, that's not fair. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And my dad sleeps in, like, my brother's bed. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess because they're not raising the grandparents, are the grandkids, are they? They're, they're, no. And it's their job to spoil them and then give them back to oh, you. Oh, you or... get spoiled very well. <laughs> yeah. So do you let her sleep in your bed, Kayla? 
No. Well, I say, <laughs> uh, you know what'll happen? Uh-huh. Come to nanny. Hop in my bed. <laughs> Maddie in Banyo, parents change after you move out. What did yours do? Um, my parents turned my old bedroom into an entire walk-in closet for my mother. <laughs> How long do you think she was planning that for, Maddie? Years. Years. She's yeah. been planning it for ages. She has had this whole sketch out ready for the moment that me and my sister moved out. <laughs> so, and then there's no place for you if you want to return home. They've got a caravan in the front yard that I get to sleep in if I visit. You are spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. I'm just picturing you going out with your pillow under your arm and your clothes under the other, Maddie, while there's a carpenter walking in with <laughs> with that timber over his shoulder. Kelly and Burp and Gary, parents, they do stuff after you leave. What did yours do? My mother decided that she no wanted no longer wanted to be with my dad mm-hmm. and became a lesbian. Yeah, that's a big change. Yeah, yeah that's a big that's a big change. She was actually a lesbian before she met my father, so right. she was bi, mm-hmm. and uh, she decided she wanted to have a baby, so she had me, got married, did the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then I moved out, and almost on the day, she went, bam, back to her so, old So, Kelly, she really was waiting for you to, to move? Pretty much, yeah. 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 Shock for you, probably more of a shock for your dad. Probably not. We used to, our running joke in our house was she was a non-practicing lesbian. Now she's just practicing. All right. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I know this is going to surprise people, but I am quite shy. I know I don't seem like I'm shy, but I am quite shy. And, What's um, your definition mm. of shy? Because you know people go, oh, there's a shy kid. You just don't t- like talking to strangers. You don't like to be centre of attention. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, being in, at a party where I don't know anybody. Um, but you don't like, but you say centre of attention, like mm. you like doing that. Yeah, I'm good in front of a group. I just don't like to be in it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I perform to the group. I'm not friends with them. Yes, indeed. And then I can leave after I've done my performance. Uh, um, but I was, uh, I had an event on Thursday uh, last week, had an event, and I was looking forward to it because uh, it was going to be a lovely day, and Abby and I haven't really, well, we haven't really spent a lot of time together lately because you've been so busy. I was so excited because we haven't gone to a lunch together for so long, mm-hmm. and in such a mum fashion, mm-hmm. I was so excited for us to get <laughs> dressed up and actually get a photo together. Yeah, <laughs> and so, and even to the point where we were walking past, it was at Gambara, it was a Gambara mm-hmm. Ambassador's Lunch, and um, we were walking past there uh, last, last week, and you you reminded me about it, and I was like, oh, I think I, yeah, I think I can go, and you're like, you better go because I don't want it, you better, mm-hmm. I'm not going by myself. Mm-hmm. And Maddie, I'm in the car on the way there, right? I'm like two minutes away. Yeah. Two minutes away, so no chance of an escape hatch. And I get a call <laughs> from my wingman, my wingman, or wingwoman, if you prefer. Were, were we picking up, were we? I didn't know that this was the sort <laughs> no, of lunch. just going to help me. You just going to help me. I was there for the seafood, <laughs> but if you were there for the men and women, woohoo. And what, what happened to you on, on the oh. Thursday? Well, I know I knew that you would understand though, because oh, yeah. I know that out of anyone, you've got more phone calls from the school <laughs> than ever before, and you know how much you can't stand it. But yeah. I, I was, I, I had curled my hair. You guys know when I curl my hair, it's once a week, and then it is dry shampoo for the rest of the week, and mm. it stays like that. Mm. And I was curling my hair. I had the last bit to curl, and I was all dressed up, ready to go, and I was getting ready at work, and I got a call from the school, and I was like, oh no. You know when you're like, do I answer? Yeah. Is it, if it's really important, they'll give me a call. Do mm-hmm. I? I'll leave a message. 
And uh, I got a call saying that my eldest um, had a, well, they, he goes, he's had a bit of a spell. He doesn't really know. He's got a shocking headache and his eyesight's gone. I was like, he's probably got a migraine, but he's never got a migraine before. And you know when mm-hmm. you're like, has he had any Panadol? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, he doesn't want to take it. He just wants to wait for you to get here. And I was like, oh, well, that was my next question. Do I have to go? <laughs> so I'm so sorry. I had to leave. But it was like 10 minutes before. So I'm trying to text everyone at Gambaro saying I'm really sorry because mm. I felt bad because... They've already done the food and all that, so I had to go and pick him up. Even he knew, even Finny knew Don't when you. he felt better. He <laughs> said to me, oh my God, Mom, I'm so sorry. I know how much you like prawns. He <laughs> <laughs> could have shot me a text too. Because uh, I, I I'm literally out of the cab and I get the message. I'm like, oh, I've got to go in all by myself, which I know m- most people would say, stab, don't, you know, yeah. don't be stupid. But yeah. And I also realised something, guys, something quite, if I'm not with you two, I'm not really that recognisable because nobody knew who I was or what I was doing there. Yeah, I know. And (laughs) also, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Everyone knows you. Who are you? I'm Stav. What do you do? Work on B105. Fifty people had to explain to. And also, we were because you guys were you were you were coming. Maddie, you were invited as well. Uh, I I don't think you RSVP'd, but there was there was a table. I I I was away. Mm. I I took off early. Um, But so and long tables. Long, like, Viking tables, right? And I was right down the end of the table, and then your seat was empty abs, and there was another. So I was, like, literally just sitting. Oh, so you had a gap. Yeah. Ten minutes before I I know. You couldn't do anything about it. I was going to swing by and just get a takeaway, but I thought that might be a bit rude. I could have. I should have put my prawns in your handbag, because I didn't even. (laughs) (laughs) So who did you end up talking to, then? Sam Thiday. Oh, you, you did send a text saying he's very nice. He was nice, yes. Yeah. We taught uh, we talked recipes and air fryers. Uh, <laughs> and then you know what it's like at these things. Doctors and I was talking, to, like I'm way out of my leg. I'm talking to a dude who's got a, someone asked him how many ha- racehorses he's got. And he goes, I can't remember, like 120, 130. I'm like, ooh, Why can I have another free your... bread roll, please? Because <laughs> you collect stuff. Yeah, you, what about your fez? Uh, what are those little pez. collectors? Pez, 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 pez. Yeah, that's how you back it up. You know, i got a horse racing in Randwick, and if he wins, it's a million-dollar uh, trophy. What about you, Stav? Well, if my Garfield Pez continues to uh, increase in value by <laughs> this time when I'm 55, it'll be worth just under what I paid for it. Yay. <laughs> that's not true. It's in mint condition still in the it package. Is. Yeah, yeah. So, so now, then you go, do you want to swap? <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, on the weekend, mm. we mm. travelled away to Sydney. Yes, you did. Uh, for one of our old producer, Taylor's uh, wedding. Mm. Um, you didn't come, Stav, because you, you were invited, but you stayed here because Kat was working for the weekend, wasn't she? Also, she was away. I, I did, we only knew Taylor for a, a hot minute. <laughs> Matt, oh. was being polite. Dad was like, I didn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. <laughs> I felt, I felt anyway, all right. So we okay. wanted to go. Okay. Okay. Epic, epic wedding, but well, I'm nervous about what you're going to say. So the table we got sat at, because we were the, the work friends, we weren't um, mm. the family, mm. um, which is which is always fine. There was us, you, you and me, Abs, we were kind of a couple. Um, and then Ash and her boyfriend came along. We were at the extras table sort of thing. And <laughs> on that table was Wendell Saylor. Okay. Uh, Nathan Brown, rugby league player as well. Okay. Used to play for the Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I just say, I did you a solid though, and into like, well, this is, I didn't know who it was. <laughs> this is what I want to bring up here, because Nathan Brown uh, was the Warriors coach. Taylor married a New Zealand Warrior player, mm-hmm. um, and then there was another guy um, who was a football manager, right. and he was the manager of Jonathan Thurston. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> and that's cool, but the problem is when you're out with Mum. 
Yeah. Mum, mum tries to hook up playdates. Oh, no. no what did you do to him? No, but this is the whole thing. No, no. You you take a step back because there was three hours between um, the reception and the ceremony, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Maddie was like, because everyone was like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? And it was Nathan Brown. And yeah. I'm not familiar with NRL. You know that I love my AFL mm-hmm. and I know any player there. So and Maddie's like, you, you recognise him when you see him. Couldn't recognise him at all, but mm. lovely guy. So I was up buying uh, some drinks and he was there. So I decided that I would have a chat to him. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know, how are you going in between the, you know, the ceremony? And then I was chatting to him because I knew that Maddie was coming up. So then I was like, oh, hey, Maddie, this is, sorry, I didn't catch your name. Mm. And he's like, Nathan, so then I introduced you guys and you guys could have a good chat. So I thought it would be nice. I'm trying to do you a solid. No, I appreciate it all. Yeah. But it was like it was like Abby was trying to hook me hook up, you up with all the like all the footy guys, which was great because it broke the ice. But mm-hmm. then even when Jonathan Thurston manager was there, Abby introduced, and Abby's like, he loves Jonathan. He's like the biggest God, fan. What are you doing? Biggest fan ever. Like I could just what? tell. That- would, why would a manager get? Oh God, I don't want to hear that about no, my of player. Course, of course, of course. <laughs> but it was just I found it really cute because I could tell mm. that you were you were there and you were like. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hook him up. He needs he needs these friends. He needs more friends. Yeah. He needs more friends yes. so he can stop annoying me on the weekends. No, I just know that you're like this little, you know, boy from you know, far Queensland who just l- loves it when you can chat to the NRL players yeah. and I just thought the it problem would be- is you say that to them. <laughs> He's what freaking out right to... now, guys. He's freaking How out. How do I make you out to be cooler? I don't know. I just, you know, I feel like I'm embarrassing myself because I'm like no. your hype girl, and then I can no. pull back, and then you can have an opportunity. So did you hook so... up? <laughs> so let me tell you, Wendell Sailor. Yeah. Mm. When, when are you and JT hanging out? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ooh, two weeks from today, it is Halloween. <laughs> and growing up, my uh, friends and I used to do trick-or-treating, but it wasn't actually a big thing. We were just like the, the punks in the neighbourhood that would go around with eggs asking for lollies. But it wasn't big <laughs> when you guys were growing up, was it? Massive. In Australia? Well, not in Australia, but in Scotland, no. huge. Whole streets oh. was great. Yeah. yeah. But in Australia? No. No. They, no. We had one... One family who used to, who were right into it in Gladstone, and they would do like a uh, haunted house in their garage. Mm. Yeah. You, if you got invited to that party. But other than that, we're not it's, American. We're not American. It's, it's, it's not American. Well, it's not. It's a pagan one. But anyway, <laughs> we are, you know, I feel like now the kids are more into it mm. because, you know, you've got YouTube and they see all the big, you know, American families getting into it. That yeah. They want to now get involved with Halloween. So my boy said to me, when are we doing the house up? <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? I was hoping to get away from it, but no one in our street does it because we had uh, an American living next door and she used to just Oh, go, she was hectic, big, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Big. So we didn't have to do anything because compared to them, it just would have looked shot. Mm. So we used to mm. all go over to their house. Well, your, like, your half-built house looked a bit Halloween-y <laughs> all year round. <laughs> That's what really, I said. Why don't we just open the gate and just see all the trash that my husband uh, is keeping? You don't want to throw out steel, Matt. No. no, you know, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah. worth a fortune. And Timber, he yeah. might be using those later. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, well, if we decorate, then we have to give lollies. Yeah, it's a sign. It's a signal. It's a sign. Mm. And I was, I was like, well, we can go trick-or-treating, but there's no one in our area that does it mm. in Carina Heights. So we are going to pick up and move to a nicer <laughs> suburb. For the night. 
Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't you? Well, isn't that allowed? That you're are you allowed to pick up and move to a different suburb if you, they don't trick or treat in your area? Mm. No, you can. Of course, you can change jurisdictions. Yeah. You can. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to go to Camp Hill. It's yeah. a little bit more la di da. Mm. Maybe even go even go Cooperoo. Ooh la la. Mm. You, you Uber eats food from out of your <laughs> suburb, don't you? Like Thank his... you, Matt. He's just saying that because Barden. You yeah. know, remember when he went trick or treating in Barden? He's like, oh my god, these houses are huge. And we're like, that's what we've been telling yeah. you. Yeah, they are massive. Yeah. You got caviar, didn't you? Caviar, caviar. beluga, uh, beluga whale, uh, <laughs> nice canaps. It's good. It, I love a canap. Fun. Yeah, I love a canap. We de- decorated our house on the weekend as well. My uh, daughter put? is into it this year. We already got our costumes sorted as well. Right. Mm. What are you doing? She's going as 11 and I'm going as Hopper. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and um, Cat might Stranger be um, Win- oh. Winona Ryder's character as well. Oh, yeah. She's on a massive Stranger Things oh, bend at the moment. That's really it. hard to dress as, though. Eleven? No, Winona Ryder, because it's not really specific, is it? Yeah, no. you just got to look mental. <laughs> just <laughs> steal white, stuff. White eyes and crazy, yeah, mm. yeah. But <laughs> I think you're onto something, though, Abs. You are allowed to jump suburbs like mm. you know you know the whole area knows the street too everyone knows mm. the best street mm. you know well, you don't just walk from your house you go to, you got to go to where the gold is well i'm actually saying it out of respect because mm. i'm not going to knock on the street like on the door of ones that don't have decorations cuz they're not into it and mm. they're yeah. like get out, it's an American holiday. And then you try to explain the history of it, and they're not really interested. (laughs) So I I just feel like it's nicer actually moving to places that are into it. And 131060, if there is a killer place in your area that gets involved in Halloween, Mm. because I feel like it should be now maps. You know how they do with the Christmas lights? Uh, Or magpies. You know, here's where magpies are swooping, yes. and here's, uh, here's yeah. where they make good candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that. I, I was like, are they the Halloween animal? Did I miss something? I thought it was more crows. They but are anyway. creepy. They are yeah. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But how far can you go? I guess is the other thing as well. I'll, I'll travel. If, I'll travel. <laughs> if you live in Ipswich, yeah, is it frowned upon to end up over at Ascot? You know, like that's that's a good good. I hour don't drive. think Ascot gets involved. Oh, you don't reckon? Mm. Um, do you reckon that's too? Oh, Judge you of me. I don't have any candy here. Just take the Beamer keys. Go for a spin. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. Um, do you do this? Are you a suburb hopper? <laughs> Are you like Abs? Do you hop suburbs, chasing the good stuff? Nicole in Warner, you're saying there is such a thing? Yep, it's um, on Facebook. It's called Brisbane Halloween Lovers, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, you just register your house on it, and that's what we've done this year. Oh, so, what have you got your house? Um, we'll have a haunted house, a, um, a fire-breathing dragon that my husband built. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> and um, oh, we've got heaps of stuff. Like- so when you put yourself up on this Facebook page, you would have people coming, I guess, any time from now to Halloween at a certain time at night? Um, well, we don't have anything up yet because we've had to have our driveway worked on. So we haven't. we've got the house up and things, but... This weekend we're going to like full on set things up. Mm. Um, people, we're not going to have people walking through the haunted house until the night of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have like people can look past and everything like that because we can't have the fire breathing dragon out either because fire yeah, we restrictions. Don't want <laughs> well, no, we just, we just don't want people like yeah, you know. Jumping the fence and damaging it because yeah. yeah. it's well, taken it, him like six months to build. So, oh, and you had over three hundred people go through your house last year. Yeah. Wow. So I'm stressed now because we weren't on the map <laughs> last oh, year. Yeah. 
And so I've only done over 400 bags this year, so I'm freaking out. <laughs> and now you're on the radio. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> right. so, how much, right. so how much do you spend on, on Halloween? Ooh, we would have spent over two grand this year. Wow. Oh, good Why on do you, you love it so, Nicole? You just like seeing all the, the kids' I, faces. Yeah, I can't have kids, so I love just making other kids happy. Oh. Like, so. oh, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like yeah, you're going to Warner just... this year, Abs. Hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like Thanks, Nicole. Thanks. So that's the Facebook page is Brisbane Halloween Lovers. Lovers. So you all can right. register and check out people there too. Felicity and Ormo, you love Halloween too. Well, it's not really me. It's my husband who loves Halloween, mm. and so I kind of like it by proxy now, I suppose. <laughs> he, um, we went to America a few years ago just over Halloween, and it was so massive. Mm. Um, he came home, and then we started doing the suburb hopping, waited three or four hours once in line in Pack Pines when a house down there put a haunted house on. Right. Um, since then, he just loves it and builds all his own decorations and puts them out every year. We have thousands and thousands of people at our house. Wow. I even had to do a QR code last year, the, you know, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the COVID check-in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, you can t- and here's a way you can tell it's getting bigger too because mm. I've noticed this this year, and I don't think I've noticed it any other year. There are pumpkins and skeletons and cobwebs but there's also Santa Clauses and tinsel and trees. I don't yeah. think I've seen them collide like this, like, you know, mm. so it is definitely getting bigger. Do you do the um, pumpkin carving as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what how it started because we moved into the suburbs, into Ormo, and a lot of kids started knocking at the door, which mm. we'd never really had before because we lived in the city. Um, so we just put a little bit more out each year and a little bit more, but I did start with a pumpkin carving, yes. Wow. And you're okay, like Ab- Abby's going to suburb hop. You're you're okay for people like her to do that. <laughs> Absolutely, we're actually because uh, I live in a cul-de-sac as well, and of course all my neighbours have been dragged in by proxy as well. So we're actually going to block off the street just for the. It only lasts about two or three hours, honestly, on the night. So okay. block off the street because there's just so many children walking around, and um, it's all over by about seven o'clock because all the kids. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. I'm definitely home. coming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I thought you were going to say no. I was going to get ready ready for my trick. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you see a blonde woman with eggs, you know who it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I know that you guys are going to be the same as my dad when your daughter starts driving. And don't get me wrong, you're the same with your with your sons, but I just know that my dad was very hectic when I started to drive because I could only afford a real cheap car. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's not very safe. So we'll put in a little bit of money just to get you a safe car. And dad used to always make sure that my tyres were checked, mm-hmm. that the oil was checked, radiator, like everything was, you know, sweet. Mm. And it's just something has sort of changed because I'm in Adelaide at the moment visiting uh, my parents and my nana is quite sick, so I wanted to go and see them. And my dad Mm. won't get a new car because he thinks that his driving time is towards the end. So the same as when he bought a suit for my wedding, that was his funeral suit. (laughs) Do you know like that? That's That's what he's going to be buried in? Yeah, Yeah, of course. He goes, that's my funeral suit because I don't need another suit, Abby. So why do I need to get a suit? I'm like, you need one for my wedding. And he goes, well, that's it. That's the suit that I'm going to be buried in. Well, you want to make sure he doesn't put any weight on between your wedding (laughs) and his death. (laughs) We'll get get a stain on it. Yeah. I love that's the first thing you think of. I'm sure they could squeeze him in. Imagine Uh, that. He couldn't fit in his funeral suit so they wouldn't pop down to tarot cash get him a new alterations. but his car he won't update the car like he's so tight and he'd spend money on us kids but he wouldn't spend money on getting a new car Mm. so the new car has what he calls just unique qualities (laughs) 
So I was like, can I borrow the car this morning? And he's like, yep, that's fine. But he's like, oh, you don't know if you're in drive or neutral and stuff like that. You've got to look at the light on the dash. Don't look down because the lights don't work. I'm like, no worries. Mm-hmm. So he got up this morning when I'm leaving at four just to give me a rundown. And don't forget, like, all the tyres are a little bit bald <laughs> and the brake pads um, haven't been updated. So just when you need to brake, just brake a little bit quicker. <laughs> Off like, you this go. Is not, this is not roadworthy. <laughs> but I was like, how has that changed in my years of growing up when he wanted to look after his little girl? And mm. now he's like... Sweet, you'll be fine. Here's a death trap. On you go. Yeah, he got you there. He's he, you're free. <laughs> you, you're flying solo. You're a, a responsible woman. That's what he thinks. He <laughs> feels like he got me to a certain age, mm-hmm. and now I'm not his responsibility because yep. I've got a husband. Yeah, like, exactly. How old school is that? <laughs> he well, gave you away. That's exa- you know in his <laughs> no funeral returns. suit. No <laughs> returns. <laughs> no returns. <laughs> <laughs> but you would still check the tires and all that of Ethan when he comes over, Maddie. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Because I know he won't. Do you do you do it in your car? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, right. I do. Yeah, on on our cars. Yeah. yeah, I do all the all the servicing and mm. and stuff like that. But you got to remember, Ethan is only twenty. You know, like mm. maybe once he gets married, because he's getting married next year. Mm. Maybe that's when it will change. Right? I'll be like, actually, that is true. You've mm. said that before. It's not your responsibility as soon as you get married. No. I don't know what sort of thinking it is with the dad, where it's like, I've got you. That's that's your eight version of eighteen. Is once you get married. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like you're a man now. Like I said, I said to him the other day, I was like, now that you get married, you won't be on our Medicare card anymore, uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you still be on the Medicare if you're married or not? No, not once you're married. Oh, you, you looked that up quick, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look through everything. He's off that, he's off that. No. <laughs> off my insurance. Get out of here, you idiot. <laughs> That's why you train them up, so they don't hurt themselves when they're on their own. You know? Yeah. 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 There you go. But what? you made it to work. You survived. Yeah. I mean, you got the car ride home, so fingers crossed, but we'll be okay. We'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This might be the most important conversation we have today. This is very, very important for the world because Gen X's. Are trying no Gen Zs, sorry, are trying to cancel the thumbs up emoji. How do we feel about the thumbs up emoji? I like it. They think it's hostile. So for your version of it, it's kind of like sending champ. So yeah. they're saying that you can't send the thumbs up emoji because it's patronizing and really quite rude. Yeah, and passive aggressive, they're saying. I mm. send it like every time someone texts me, I send it. <laughs> <laughs> but it every depends time? who you're texting to. Mm. Do you know? Like, it, I think a lot of the younger generation think it's rude. So if you're texting to people your same age, then it should be tolerated, right? <laughs> yeah, but I know that true. my friends are. Uh, they always do the thumbs up, mm-hmm. and they yeah. were reading this article, and now they keep sending it to their younger kids. Oh, so they are doing it passive aggressively now. Well, now they are because they know how much their kids hate it, so they always do the thumbs up. But the one thing I learned, did I didn't realize cherries were boobs. Oh, didn't you? Did you? <laughs> I didn't know that cherries were boobs either. Well, it's, yeah. it's moved over for like TikTok. So if you're at TikTok, the cherries are boobs, which I was like, oh, I didn't know. Right. Because you, I would assume they were balls. Well, yeah. Well, they look more like that. Yeah. So no, when, apparently they're boobs. when Scotty sent you a text saying, send me a pic of your, and then the cherry emoji, did you go to the fridge and take a little <laughs> snap so of the Christmas? He only sends the eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of those Gen Zers has said it. I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's it, obvious that it's passive aggressive. Imagine, imagine how it would feel going into your boss's room, saying something, and then see him turn to you, looking in the eye and give you a thumbs up. But no one does a thumbs up in real life, do they? Really? 
Only, only guys in radio promo photos. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel I, like pilots, you know, like when they're, yeah. I'm, I'm good to go, kind yeah. of thumbs up-y. Yeah. I don't think anyone can get offended over an emoji. I think that's what's so ridiculous about it. It's like it's just, you know. It's an emoji. It's not like you're actually saying it. So you yeah. can interpret it how you want. Well, there's actually a list of 10, uh, ten that they've said are cancelled emojis from the youngsters. Uh, that includes the thumbs up, the red heart, the OK hand, which I also love the OK hand, uh, the tick, the poo, the loud crying face, monkey covering eyes, clapping hands, lipstick kiss mark, and the grimacing face. How they come up with the fact that these are all the ones that are cancelled, is it just because people use them too much and then... They get o- overused or... I don't know, but do Apple have to take them down because some people are offended? Oh, probably, mate. <laughs> yeah. Apparently you can make the thumbs up one okay if you change the colour of the hand. Mm. Right. Well, Because then you're woke. All I know is I'm going to go down there to the Brisbane Museum, throw a can of soup on a painting and glue myself to the wall until they <laughs> delete all of these emojis. And while you're doing that, I'm going to be at the supermarket pouring milk out onto the floor <laughs> as well. So, <laughs> Do they say why those ones are cancelled? No, the ones? they just say these are, these are the ones that if you use, you're a noob. You're a noob. You're a noob, yeah. <laughs> but, of course, all the older people are going, I'm still going to use my thumbs up because I like it and I don't care what you say. Thumbs up. <laughs> Smiley face. None of this woke culture for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Gold medal scam. Fell victim to a scam. Scams are all around us uh, at the moment. Optus, we've also got that you're being scammed and someone's on to help us uh, how to work our way through a lot of this. She is a technology futurist and keynote speaker. Shara Evans, good morning. Hello. Thank you so much for chatting. We wanted to chat firstly about the Optus thing because, you know, they've come out and I guess uh, apologise for it, but it's just made everyone go, whoa, are we safe here in Australia? And I've heard you say that we're really, I guess, we're kind of an open book some of the things that we do here in Australia? Oh, look, there's so much. There's still a lot of information about the Optus situation that is unfolding. Mm. One of the biggest problems is the lack of communication with customers and the government about individual data and providing information to the government and people in a very timely manner. What do you think that is? Do you you think that Optus, because obviously they must have this information and they're just not sharing it with us. Why Why would you think they would be doing that? I could only hazard a guess mm. and I don't think that getting information to people about a breach that involves their identity and puts them at risk for identity theft should be done by press release. It mm. should be done by individual notifications. They've got people's contact details. They could let them know right away as soon as the information was known to have been compromised. I've heard people say that if this happened overseas, a company would be facing extraordinary amount of fines, but we just don't have the same laws here in Australia. Are we too lenient on companies? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, first of all, if anybody who's been impacted is an EU resident, they are subject to laws called GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation, and the fines there can be up to 4% of a company's global revenue. Wow. That's huge. Mm. Here, I think the maximum fine for memory is about $2 million, and that doesn't even really include compensation to anybody who's been impacted. Mm. And frankly, if your identity is stolen, that's something that 
is a lifelong battle that you face trying to keep yourself and your funds and your family safe. I was reading uh, that you were saying we are so flippant in the way that you will get like an insurance renewal and it will be sent to you via email with all your details on it or a a doctor might send a script and it's got your Medicare and all your details. Are you saying that's opening us up to uh, people stealing a lot of information from us? Oh, absolutely. In general, we have less than adequate security practices. So if I think about the healthcare arena in general, there is absolutely no reason that a government portal could not be established for medical professionals. Have you, in your circles, because you're a technology futurist, have you heard any word on who they think the hacker was? The scuttlebutt that I've been hearing from people inside the telco circles and cyber circles is that the security was extraordinarily lax. Mm -hmm. And I've been told of things like routers sitting in basements that all you have to do is just plug in and you can get into a network. And I've also heard that the data was not encrypted, even though Optus has come out and said, it was. Well, it sounds like companies need to take more responsibility for it themselves. I mean, you've got your issue with Facebook at the moment, Abs. I've got so many fake Facebook accounts and they're so infuriating and so hard to take down. But I just get so frustrated that you just can't track them because I guess there's so many different countries involved with it. Do we just not have, I guess, enough people trying to chase up, I guess, scams and fraud? Number one, the answer is yes. I hear about new ones every day. Just this morning, I heard about um, somebody using a tiny drone to get through an air vent Mm. in the US to literally rob a bank. And it turned out to be an insider job. Somebody actually knew the combination to the safe, but Mm. then used a drone to get something through the vent and push the open door button. There was also another security breach that I heard of just this morning where a hacker took down the websites of 14 U.S. airport websites. Mm -hmm. It didn't stop any flights, but it just shows the severity of the cyber world that we're living in now. The more digital we go, the less secure it seems that we are. Mm. Well, it's time to go and live out on that farm, guys. Let's go off grid. grid. I can't off grid. (laughs) Shara Evans, thank you so much for your time this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Now, yesterday was a beautiful day, beautiful weather. It was lovely. We, we went down to Little Nippers, but still too cold for me to go into the water. Fair play. And my son doesn't actually like nippers, but we all go down there because it's an excuse for us to go down to the beach. So we all go to the beach, he does nippers, win-win, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, lose for him. <laughs> And he's like, it's too cold to go in the water. I'm like, it's not too cold to go in the water. You're saving people. That's what you're supposed to do. It's beautiful in there. Imagine that at Bondi Rescue. Oh, too cold. (laughs) Sorry. You're going to have to sort yourself out. No episode today. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get my wetsuit on? (laughs) But you know when it's fine when you're like, hey, I would do it. I love it. Look at it. It's beautiful. And then there's the opportunity for the parents to go in the water so they can all swim around them. Mm -hmm. And my son's like, there you go, (laughs) mum. Mum will go. She thinks it's beautiful. Oh. Yeah, like, no, I'm not. It's too cold. <laughs> Don't think we're going to get him back next week. So thanks. But no thanks. We're away in Sydney for the weekend. We went to a friend's wedding. 
Esther and I kicked on uh, for a couple extra days, which was lovely. Mm. Had the day to ourselves in Sydney City. We lived there a little while ago and we have um, our favourite charcoal chicken shop. Oh, God, you've been talking about this the whole time. I, lo- I even now, said to you, happy chicken day on Saturday. Yeah. It's, it's my favourite. <laughs> we love it. It's my favourite restaurant in the world mm. in a tiny little inner west suburb of Petersham and all this just Portuguese chicken. And I have been, how how long have I been bigging it up to you guys? Oh, oh, at least forever. the last six months. Yeah, it's, It was more about that than the wedding, if I'm honest. That's ma- the main reason I RSVP <laughs> to the wedding. <laughs> And I'm like, Saturday, go and have chicken. It's chicken day, baby. It's chicken. <laughs> Get to the train station. They're doing track work. So you got to jump a bus, a light rail. It's going to take an hour to get to the chicken on the other side of the town. I say to Esther, well, let's go. She had a hire car because she was there for work. I was like, let's get the hire car. She goes, I'm, I'm, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit in the track. It's like, well, let's get an Uber. I was like, oh, no, an Uber's like 60 bucks. So after we had a bit of a tussle and I cracked the sads and she told me off, we did not have chicken. You didn't go. Let me just shoot you the number of a good divorce lawyer. <laughs> didn't go. Did you not go? No. Because she oh. wanted to go an hour on the light rail and I was like, let's not do that. Let's just take and the And there was the car. races on at Randwick yeah. and everything was just packed. Didn't get his chicken. The only reason I went to Sydney was for chicken. No let's chicken. Let's go down there. Let's do a day trip. Done. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're right. Beautiful day, beautiful weather over the weekend. Saturday was a lovely day and um, there was the Milton Fair was on just down the road from me. And nice. I thought that'd be something me and Rory could do. Kat was working in Stanthorpe. And uh, got there and it's a fair. You know how these things work. There's lots of stalls. There's um, a few rides and stuff. And I got Rory a uh, wristband. They got her on all the rides. $40 for a senior's um, wristband pass for all the rides. And that's unlimited, isn't it? Unlimited. You can go yeah. on as many times as you want. Just get your money's worth, you know. Sweet. Yeah. Rory didn't go on anything. She went on two things, and they were free. <laughs> and then we <laughs> went home. Too many lines? She just didn't want to. Too many lines for a couple of them, and then one of them was like, no, nah, that's a, that's a kitty one. Yeah, that's, Why that's didn't too- you take the wristband and... <laughs> They hold my back. <laughs> I'm going in the teacups. We're <laughs> getting our money's worth. It's a $40 bangle that you bought, oh, technically. Yeah, it was, yeah, so I made it wear it till Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for knowing. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on B105.